Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. I'm voguing, but you can't see yeah. this because it's a podcast. You're really good at voguing. Yeah, I wish everyone could see this. It's Vogue, so good. Vogue. I'm in a box. I'm Voguing is just uh, like sexy mime. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of like lower body stuff in yeah. voguing that kind of gets overlooked when people are like, I mean, when you're podcasting, you really only have to use your hands, which is great. <laughs> like you really nailed it. But in real life, you got to use your hands and like your legs too, I think. And your toes. Yeah, you got to like feel it in your entire body. I don't know. Feel it. Feel it. Well, speaking of feeling it, I'm really <laughs> feeling this guest. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I feel like we know her because we know her from the internet. She's a comedian. She's so great. She lives in Winnipeg, which is such a great city. And she's here for us today. It's Dana Smith. Hey. <laughs> Hi, how's it going, friend? Great. How are you? Great. <laughs> Um, welcome to the Perd Kurt. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so we are excited to have you and to uh, catch up with you. Now, um, we are probably going to interrupt you a lot to just get updates on your dog. Your dog's name is Aunt Peggy, Aunt right? Aunt Peggy, yes. Yeah, which is so such a great name. Thank you. Um, how We'll save it for Puppo of the Week, but if you know you just want to pepper any stories with Aunt Peggy <laughs> information or totally into it. Um, yeah, well, she's the best. Um, she's recently because she's she's the she's a she's a rescue and we were worried um when we got her because she's like uh she's an ex-sled dog so you never really know what you're getting and typically a lot of sled dogs tend to be super noisy but she has uh proven not to make a peep um what she does instead is she like mime barp barks at you (laughs) it's so cute recently she's been really frustrated with us so it's like so adorable because she instead of barking she'll make all of the noises and movements just like like (laughs) as if she were barking yeah like throwing her head up yeah throwing her head up stomping her feet just being (laughs) the freaking cutest um without making any noise it's so I wonder weird. how that, that adapted. Like, because yeah. if she was a sled dog, maybe she just was like, "Oh, I don't have to put this much effort into it." I see all my my siblings are going bonkers. I'm just gonna act like I'm in on it. Well, I think it's a little bit sadder than that. I think that like she was like, oh, "Yeah, sorry," but <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that she was like really uh, taught not to make a sound um, because mm-hmm. when we got her, she was like pretty timid and and really really fearful of. Of not so much of she always loved humans, but anytime like any kind of discipline, she anytime anytime we'd we'd say no, she would run away mm. and she would be so oh. so so upset. Which was actually kind of nice now that I think about it. Like because now she just doesn't give a fuck. Like she's <laughs> <laughs> she still won't bark, but she pushes boundaries a lot. <laughs> That's so yeah, interesting. yeah 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 yeah. I have a dog who pushes boundaries, and I was just like I'm trying to remember a positive reinforcement because he will not go he started not going for walks because he wants his friend to go on a walk oh with him. Oh, wow. so we just stand on the corner closest to her house <laughs> and i i'm like okay well we have to go for a walk and he's like Mm-mm. and he's so small like i can't just like pull him it's not fair <laughs> So I'm having like these lengthy conversations with a 20 pound dog. Um, <laughs> oh and if God. I forget this ba- huge bag of dehydrated chicken, I'm kind of like, 
really have to use my poodle skills. <laughs> but huskies are notoriously stubborn dogs as well. Like they're vocal and she's a husky mix. Yeah, right? she looks like mix. she's like a husky. Like we don't really know, but she looks like she's like a husky mixed with a whippet because she's like a te- oh. she's like not teeny, but she's a very medium sized dog. Like she's tall, but she's lanky. So she she's probably only like 45 pounds or 40 pounds, oh. but she's Same. like pretty tall. Um, and I don't know about stubborn, but it just seems like she just doesn't get human interaction like she doesn't she gets love she she like understands that that she that she likes pets and that she she wants love but a lot of the like any kind of training or any kind of that stuff just seems really foreign to her Hmm, still she's probably you know she was a dog with a purpose a working dog and Probably wasn't trained to be indoors, right? Well, that's what's actually like, it's all this twists and turns with this dog. I got to <laughs> tell you, like you would think, but she is the most at home. It's like she spent enough of her lifetime outside that all she wants to do is be inside. Um, I respect that. Yeah, I respect I respect the shit out of Specifically watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And listening to dogs on Netflix. Oh, she, oh my God, it was the cutest thing. I was, I'd put on the record player, which I realized it was the first time since we got her. So like over a year, which I'm like, why do we have this then? Um, But (laughs) I put it on and she like had those huge, like, um, what are they called? Antenna? Antenna ears ears that were just (laughs) going all over the place and just doing the huge, huge, like, uh, head tilts. Like, she did not know what was going on. It was the freaking cutest. But that being said, she, when we do take her out for walks, um, she's all about them. She loves going for walks. But uh, staying outside, like, she won't just, like, hang out outside with us. She wants to go for a walk Mm -hmm. and to be free or inside. That's it. Yeah, she's got like focus yeah. and purpose. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I wish I, appreciate I had that. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also realized that I barely have used my record player or maybe not even at all in <laughs> a year. And I realized, and it's not because like I don't have great records or any, because I do, mm-hmm. like I, I love them. But it's the sort of thing that you put on when you're having a party yes. or when you have people over. It's like a social thing. And so if it's just me, like I'm just going to be listening to the same five songs on youtube like <laughs> for a year just constantly driving jay crazy what are the um, five songs uh probably just like all zz top mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, no it's like pet shop boys nice probably like uh electric dreams by uh Giorgio Moroder and Phil Oakey which is like the theme song to this movie which is just like it's just it's so like positive and then uh starship nothing's gonna stop us now or whatever it's oh, called but yeah, I, yeah. I was like that with the um theme song to please like me i w- i really oh. like listening to that one that one's also a very positive upbeat yeah the you, the the one it's like an Aust- australian um tv show with i don't remember what the guy's name is um but it's wonderful and it's uh-huh. just it's a great like kind of gospely um song off the top it's so wonderful and that and like (laughs) because when i'm just alone if i'm listening to music which i usually don't i usually forget about music like i'm not i don't (laughs) i always forget about music i i will put like that thing yeah right i'll put i'll rather put on like a cooking show or something like that in the background yeah cooking show but it'll be like 
Well, I feel like listening to, I guess, Traveling Wilburys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, oh, nice. Or Taylor Swift. <laughs> or. <laughs> Great choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love TV theme songs. Mm. Like, I really don't like how the whole, like, skip intro thing has sort of, like, removed the, like, joyful singing along to the theme song. Yeah. Jay and I watched all of the OC over oh. the pandemic. And that theme song's great. I forget what it it's is. Like, California. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, now California, remember, yeah. Here, here we come. So I watched that music video a lot. But also, <laughs> like, inexplicably, two of the songs, I realized, like, many episodes ago, I think it was Alison Rosen, like, asked what song I get stuck in my head most of all. And I, I think I said something else, but I know what it is now. It's always the theme song to Reading Rainbow, or oh. DuckTales, two shows which I have not watched for probably like 30 years. <laughs> but they're both very like positive and catchy. So good. And like very like synthy, hollow notes sounding. Oh, I love hollow notes. Yeah. Oh. Once you go down that road, like once YouTube gets like fixated on that algorithm, it's just like, well, it's, I can't turn it off now. Because yeah. as soon as that starts and you hear that like... I don't know, funky bass or whatever. You're like, well, I gotta, I gotta see this through to the end. <laughs> That's the one thing I don't like though, is like, oh, you listen to one killer song. You must want to listen to eight killer songs in a row. And it's like, no, I want to listen to Traveling Wilbur. And then, you know. That's the thing. I'm not music literate. I don't really, again, I don't really know much about music or, or remember it. Um, but Sometimes I'll be like, I want to listen to Traveling Wilburys, but I don't want to listen to everything adjacent to it. I only yeah. want to listen to that couple of songs, you know, yeah. that I know. <laughs> Handle with care. Yeah. And then maybe <laughs> that song, Girl, I Want to Make You Sweat. <laughs> That's not yeah, traveling totally. lovers, but like, yeah, uh, perfect. you know that, but like the algorithm's not going to figure that out. No, because it's like, oh, you want to listen to Bob Dylan? And you're like, no, no, no. get, get away with no. that. Oh, you're get a 60 year old man. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure that's what YouTube thinks I am. And it's, it, it's either like, oh, you want to listen to like 80s synth pop? It thinks I'm like a 50 year old gay man mm -hmm. or, oh, you want to listen to like 70s. I don't know, classic rock. And I'm like, no, I'm not a dad. But yes, give give it to me. <laughs> Thank you. It's funny that you listen to, to Killers because the, I, I associate the Killers so much with the OC. There was that. Oh, yeah. They were on They it. were on it. There was that. That's the yeah. one episode that I remember where like Ryan was on a was on a date with. No, no. Yeah. He was he was hanging out with Mar he was trying to be friends with Marissa's girlfriend and and they were trying they were trying so hard and he was and she was like do you like music do you like live music and he's like not really and she <laughs> yeah. and he was like do you and she's like it's my passion and they were seeing the killers yeah <laughs> yeah and the killers are right there yeah. like performing their <laughs> hit single and you're like wow they're really shitting all over them i love that <laughs> i was talking about that episode this week with someone <laughs> it's like obviously iconic <laughs> what about you, Alicia? What are like the top five? What's your algorithm? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, currently, I'd say it's Steely Dan. Nice. Again, I don't know music, so you're going to have to hum a few bars. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Reeling in the years, throwing away the time. Okay, gotcha. Have you had it? Yeah, yep, gotcha. Okay, Thank um, you. <laughs> or like, I'm a fool to mm. do. That's my favorite song. 
It's so, so good. good. Um, Do It Again was playing at the grocery store today when I was there. And I was like, nice. I can't yeah. leave now, even though I ha- my arms are full. I'm going <laughs> to listen to Steely Dan. <laughs> so good. The Bee Gees, I've been listening to a little bit nice. else. Um, I always listen to like classic Rolling Stones when I'm doing stuff around the house. And I don't know. That's kind of like that's a real pandemic thing for me. I don't know why, but it always I'm in the mood for it. Mm, Rihanna. I just listened to a bunch of Doja Cat because oh. I only knew clips from Instagram. I was, oh, and yeah. I, I was like, I wonder what these, these sounds like, these sound, songs sound like in their entirety. And I was sitting down drinking like tea and I was like, these are filthy. It was so funny. <laughs> to, I was like, whoa, I was really going for it. Um, I yeah. really go for Doja Cat and her like baby voice. Like I never thought that I would go be into the baby voice, but I fucking love it on doja cat i just the i don't really i i don't again don't know really know much but i saw her on an episode of dave did you guys watch that show dave oh, okay no. sorry i'll stop talking about it but then it's no it, i'm curious it good? it's great it dave it's great dave is lil dicky who is a, a a rapper he's a white rapper who <laughs> yeah um he has a, a a show about about his life kind of and is there an aardvark that sounds familiar there's i just looked up the poster and there's like a yeah person holding hands with an anteater yeah that's like, dave not the aardvark but i don't i don't remember what the aardvark is about um, I mean, I'm, that photo alone, I'm adding it to oh, my list. Oh, <laughs> I think it's because his main song is about how weird his dick is, and he and uh, and he. I think he compares it to like an aardvark. But um, uh, anyways, in in the show, he's supposed to go on a date with with in season two. He's supposed to go on a date with Doja Cat, and it's lucky. so yeah, lucky, and it's such <laughs> such a good episode. So it makes me love Doja Cat so much. Okay, yes. The way that they have... Okay, my battery is there. But the way that this is posed, the like, yes. face of the aardvark is obviously supposed to be like a stand-in for erect dick. Yeah. And that's uh, when I put my phone away because I'm like, I can't. I cannot. You just Google wrecked dick. Yeah. Wrecked. We lose you for the rest of the uh Not erect, podcast. but wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah, wrecked. Yeah. Just like a fully spent like it needs a nap no but apparently yeah. this is real that his dink has like two holes you know like what? one on the top one on the bottom yeah and then like he's had to have surgeries and stuff for it yeah like you pee out like two well streams? i think that he like closes off one of them oh. but i also think i don't really fully know but um i think that maybe he had surgery for it i heard a story from somebody who told me a story a sex story that I didn't want to hear which is always mm-hmm. like I do want to hear like my close friends sex stories like that are discreet and then I don't like they then they never go anywhere but yeah like somebody that she had dated had a hole at the base of his penis and that's where he because of like s- some sort of anyways I think he had a hole for ejaculating and a hole for peeing whoa see that makes more sense yeah no that makes yeah. more sense than an actual wiener like like than than a than a classic than the classic pepsi classic wiener you know yeah, <laughs> yeah this is the pepsi clear wiener. Yeah. <laughs> this is the crystal yeah crystal um, pepsi yeah a friend uh i don't know why i'm <laughs> protecting her identity it's former guest uh kelly ogmanson she texted me the other day to say that she was watching the i know what you did last summer tv show right which uh i was very excited about like we saw the trailer and we're like oh it looks so trashy like i love shows Perfect. about rich teens being yeah. awful people um and she told me that there was a shot of a peeing 
dick in it. And I was like, that's oh, too true far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's, you done it. Like <laughs> you can't get more horrific than that. Because yeah, when you think it's all just one hole, it is sort of like, Ugh. it would make sense if it wasn't, you know? Yeah. It's like the train switching tracks. <laughs> it's like, just have two tracks. I don't know. <laughs> So maybe that's just like a higher form of evolution, the, the yeah. penises with two holes. Who knows? Yeah, and all, all bodies are different. Um, so welcome to our podcast, Dana. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, this is the longest, longest introduction. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, it's called uh, Penis Hole Predictions, where we talk about <laughs> the evolution of, uh, of dicks. I personally think that foreskins are going to... We're going to have layers. We're going to have extra layers. It's going to be like ruffled, like an Elizabethan collar. Ooh. Like it's going to be like an onion. There's going to be so many layers. That could be. Do you think that's what evolution's, or that's just the podcast in a. That's just a wish. It's just aspirational. <laughs> right. It's time to layer up. Like an, Eliz- an Elizabethan uh, collar is going to be even more difficult to keep clean. Um, <laughs> how, how hard could it be? You just put, you no put pun it intended. In, put it okay, in the laundry. All right. That's the penis. Um, <laughs> detachable. Oh, we you have like a special like lint cleaner for it. Detachable foreskin, just for when you, when you feel like it. Well, they're all detachable. That's true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of it that way, uh, everyone with a penis has now stopped listening. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that I assumed a few years ago. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's not what our show is all about. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but we also talk about job stories. Mm, yeah. You've had some jobs in your day, I bet. <laughs> oh, oh, have I? I've had actually, you know what? I haven't had that many jobs. I've had, because um, I've worked at the same job for like nine years. And that being, oh, wow. yeah, like for a really long time, I worked for this um, Greek restaurant, this little family owned Greek restaurant that's like, everyone's it's like you know it's their place you know that they're they're the like yeah. the, the mom and I love pop. those places yeah so we're 90 yeah. percent regulars where i know what their order is and it's oh, wow it's a wonderful That's thing so nice. it is really nice sometimes like it's uh like it's good in i'd say 80 percent of the time it's good yeah but like sometimes it's like sucks because then you see someone in a way that you don't want to. And then you're like, oh no, if I ruined your family place for you, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like there was this one guy who he, two separate times, you know, a good riddance though. Like he vomited, um, (gasps) all, all over everywhere. And too much Uzo. No, I honestly think he was just sick. Like, I think that it was oh, okay. just a too okay. bad, like he was really sick, but he, but then he had the nerve to come back and complain, um, not about his vomit, but like he had the nerve to come <laughs> back and complain. M- meanwhile, like I cleaned up that vomit, like he didn't do anything. And it was, it was, it was a lot it was wow, too okay. much. I do not get <laughs> paid enough. Was it like you can't do that on television levels of vomit? <laughs> yeah. You know, like too. the bucket of slime? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, we didn't have buckets. Well, like I, by the time I got a bucket, which like I'm in the midst of serving. So it takes me a while to find a bucket. By the time yeah, I got sure. a bucket, it was it was he filled it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. It was too much. But was this like mid meal, post meal? So, like, post. It's 
post meal. So, so it's there like was everything the you just meal. served. Fresh. Has and now, Greek restaurants are not known for small portions. No, exactly. Um, yeah, and it's he one of the reasons why I love them. Yeah, he he wasn't one the type to to take stuff home with him too. He wanted to he wanted to enjoy his entire meal. He was his own doggy bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but then he had the nerve to come back and um, complain about another table that was making too much noise. What? What? That's so strange. I know. He wanted to barf in silence. Well, okay, this was a, two separate <laughs> so occasions. Two separate oh, occasions. Because okay. I was like, still, <laughs> like you, wow. you spent a good forty-five minutes barfing just at the table in front of everyone. Why oh did you go to the bathroom or go home or go outside? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what's the age range of this this gentleman? He was a bit older. He was maybe not that old, though. Not too old. Like he was like 70, 75, maybe. Um, okay. Which if I think about it in terms of my dad, who's 70, like not that old, you know? What did he want from the complaining about the other table <laughs> he after wanted he us, left? He wanted us to kick out this group of 30 men 30 guys who were all spending a lot of money, having a great yeah. time. It was three o'clock. Yeah. He was the only other table there. Um, he wanted to kick everyone out or get me to tell them to be quiet, even though they were there for a celebration. I'm just like, no, you can tell them that. I would much prefer you leave. Is this 3 p.m. or a.m.? P.m. P.m. Okay, yeah. just just double checking. <laughs> I were like I relate to him in the way that he's like I want to eat dinner at 3 p.m. because that's my ideal time for dinner. But it's just uh it's like the the joy police, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like it's, I'm not having a good time so no one else can have a good time. Yeah. And uh yeah, did he ever acknowledge the hard work that you did, the heavy lifting that you did that barf time? No, that would be too much. And I would never acknowledge it either. I would never I wouldn't have brought it sure. up because I was just like I'd prefer to just put this out of out of both of our minds. You're yeah. right. You Save know. it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is he still a regular? Um, no, but I, this was, I, as I said, I've been there for nine years. So this oh. was, I don't know. And also like with the pandemic, we've been closed and open and closed and open. Right. So we haven't seen him in probably a year and a half or so. Okay. Or maybe he's just stopped coming during my shift, which I would appreciate, <laughs> you know, <laughs> But wow, yeah, I have that's I haven't like, seen him in a long time. That's a horror movie, like forty five minutes of barfing at the table. Yeah. <laughs> like that is that you yeah. are watching and knowing how you have to clean up afterwards. You know, yeah, and like not containing. Oh my god, just like the smell. I'm gonna I'm gonna barf. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry, no, folks. I'm okay to talk about it if I don't think about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too imaginative. That's tough. Like I, I admire you for. Um, a, sticking with a job for nine years, it must be a special place. And yeah, yeah. but it's also got to be, I can see like, I used to get almost tired of regular customers because there's this emotional attachment that happens and emotional expectation. And like, um, sometimes like friendships form and you don't always want to be friends. Yeah. Sometimes you like with serving, you don't have time to be friends, but yeah, I think those are the best friends where they recognize that you don't have time to be friends with them right now. And that you work. that like yeah. next time, don't worry, we'll be friends. If there's time, maybe not, you know, yeah. I would love it that there's this one couple, Oh, John and Dee Dee. They're the best. They're so sweet. Oh. And, um, they, she calls me over 
and we weren't busy at this time. So I was able to chat with them and she was like, you know what? You remind me of Fred Astaire. You look like <laughs> you, when you're out there just killing it. Cause we're short staffed right now. So I'm just, I'm running around like mad. Um, and she's like, you just look like you're Fred Astaire. You're just, it's just a dance to you. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetie. So Jumping sweet. up on chairs and riding them down on the backs. And I had just chaos. I had a customer. He came in today actually. And he's given me, um, a TV. Actually, I could show you the TV right now here. Oh, wow. Wait, let me just, no, wait, there it is. That's a big TV. I mean, it's a nice TV. I mean, I mean, it's a very heavy one. It's like the first incarnation of a flat screen, you know, where it's like flat, mm, but then there's yeah. a big back to it, and it's like, yeah, totally. yeah it's like a hundred pounds. Um, but he gave me that TV, and he gave me a bunch of like patio furniture and like this lamp here. He gave me a whole bunch of stuff. That's a nice lamp. Thanks. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he he gave me a whole bunch of stuff, and apparently he had some for some of the servers from the restaurant that I work in, in his will. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gosh, it's, that's like a real, a real spot. I mean, he said, he's like, it's nothing substantial. It's nothing like, it's just, I just want to know you guys to know that I appreciate you. And I was like, Oh my God. Just a, God, bucket, that's of, lovely. Yeah. a bucket of vomit. That's all. It's not, yeah. it's nothing much, but it, it did take 45 minutes to fill. So. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's very sweet. He's he was also he, he's a he's a he's a well off guy. You know, he's I've been to his condo because because oh, wow. when I was picking up the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just because he was moving in with his new uh, partner and he didn't really need to sell the stuff and he just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. And he was like, do you yeah, want any? Nice. I know that you just got a house. And I was like, I absolutely need stuff. So yeah, yeah. fill it up. Yeah. Fill, fill her, her up. up. <laughs> fill her up. <laughs> what Amazing. a wonderful place. This place sounds great. I know. Now I like can't wait to go on tour again so I can come visit oh, like next time I'm in Winnipeg. Please yeah. do. I just got a KitchenAid mixer. And so I've been making homemade pasta. I'll make you guys pasta. No way. Yeah. yeah, I just had my parents over and made pasta. It was amazing. It was fine, uh, but I'm I'm learning. I'll be better by the time you guys get here. <laughs> I would I mean, I would just want to eat the pasta dough raw. So like yeah, you, just, you had me at, <laughs> at imagining raw dough. <laughs> um what color standing mixer did you get? Okay, um so I'm very thrifty. So yeah. I did not get new. I bought it on Amazing. On marketplace. But yeah. I but I knew the kind that I wanted. I wanted the KitchenAid Artisan uh, with the tilt head. And so the one that I found that was most reasonably priced, it, it was the black one, which is like oh, perfect. better than the red one, I think. Uh, but not yeah. as good as the pink or blue or green or mustard yellow. Like not, not any fun color, but you know, black... It it works. It works Black just as well. Great. It's fine. They're all yeah. yeah they all do the trick. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was a kid, my mom became obsessed with KitchenAid stand mixers, and she got like the forest green color or whatever. Oh, and beautiful she, color! It's very nice. And she, you know, she has all the attachments and everything. And she was always like, "I can do this, and I can do that." And we would go to like the the cook shop and looked when they like to see what colors they had. And it would always be like window shopping, like when you get yours, like <laughs> it was almost like looking at wedding dresses or like picking out a China pattern. It's like, what color? Okay. Well, of all these colors, which would you get? And I was always like, Oh, I like the seafoam one. I like, it. and then they came out with like sort of like an avocado color. And Ooh. I was like, Oh, I like that. And then there was like a hot pink and I was like, well, I like that. And it's like, 
I'm 35. I don't foresee it ever having counter space for a KitchenAid stand mixer. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. But I just remember being like, oh, yeah, that was like a goal she had for me. <laughs> Do you like baking? Because the kitchen, they have it in a mini. If you don't have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen, I do like baking, but I also just don't have the space for it. So, like, I do it pretty rarely, but I also have like a shit ton of flour I need to use. That up, so, <laughs> yeah, I'll get around to it one of these days. Yeah. If you also like, I've had one for years when I was really into baking, I used it all the time. And uh, I'm kind of getting back into using it after not using it for like five years, mm-hmm. it feels like. Oh, wow. But it's only, there's only one place in the kitchen that it can live. And I have, mm-hmm. such, like, I have a little bit more counter space than Jessica, but not a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so I just reconfigured this. I almost bought a piece of furniture just to put it on this week. Because I was like, <laughs> it would be great. A plinth. It would be great. But I was thinking, like, well, it's 22 pounds. Like, I can't just buy any piece of furniture and then put it in the center. <laughs> like, a cheap piece of furniture is not going to survive. But, yeah, I love it. And um, they're really handy. And also a hand mixer is something very storable for somebody with a small apartment. Yeah. 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 That's but, true. I do like how you can use the bowl for storage. You can just like throw shit in there. Oh, I haven't even thought of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to think small in this city. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm always like, should I move to Winnipeg? <laughs> so I can have a counter space. This is what I think every time I'm in Winnipeg. I'm like, it's so nice here. You could buy two houses. Definitely. To have yeah. all of your KitchenAids. <laughs> Perfect. I'll just fill it. Fill it full. <laughs> this is my KitchenAid home. This is just for gadgets. <laughs> and very heavy TVs. <laughs> I oh, mean, I you do it. have to deal with like an eight month long winter, but. I've done doing? it. I can do it again. If cost of living's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, never lived anywhere other than uh, in BC. So I've never, I'm very spoiled that I've never had to experience like a true Canadian winter. Uh, So I don't think I would be very good at it. I'd need to buy a lot more leggings. See, I was only meant to. Oh, so sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that it's um, it's I was going to say that it's an acquired taste, but I'm not sure that it is because (laughs) I think that it's just certain personalities deal with it and certain certain just like just stay inside and it's fine. But like because I was going to say. Well, I've gotten used to it and you know, this past this past especially with COVID, the restaurant being shut down and comedy not really happening. I went skiing almost like pretty much every day, especially since I had a sled dog. Oh, wow. And so Tim Tim he she she pulled Tim. Um my sorry, my husband Tim. Uh he says hi. And uh <laughs> Hi Tim. <laughs> and um and so it was a great winter. Um wow. but then you talk to like our uh like fellow hunks matt and rory and they just they hate winter that so it's and they've lived here their whole lives too so yeah i really like that anti um frostbite bomb that i used to use in quebec and it's basically just like a oil-based vaseline that you put on your skin so it can't get frozen i've never heard of that yeah, me yeah it, I used to use it when I downhill skied in Quebec uh, at night because once I got frostbitten and it fucking sucks. Um, but I always think that when I, I if I ever move back to a cold province, um, I will be like I still keep things that I wouldn't wear here, like a fur hat, a vintage fur hat that has like ear flaps and it's fucking great. And I've had it since I was 22 and I'm like, I'll never get rid of this in case I move mm-hmm. to back home or something. But 
I love winter, that you have to do stuff in it. And in Winnipeg, yes. that spring you have is real windy and real crisp. Yeah. Like I was so surprised when I was there at how biting cold it still was. Yeah. Um, and usually the the real worst of it is like about two weeks long where it's like that's something where you can't even go. You can't go outside. You can't make the most of it. Like you just have to stay it's inside. Yeah. It's just dangerous. Minus, inside. Yeah. Minus 40 or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've experienced that like on work trips before and I've been like, oh, yeah, the nun, not for me. <laughs> like, and I did get like, like the chapped cheeks and everything. Uh, it was funny. I actually just got rid of it. But I had this one real like ski jacket, like winter coat, like very sort of like 80s, 90s, like neon, oh, like yeah. so big. Uh, and I got it in Sackville, New Brunswick while on tour because it was like cheap at the thrift store and it was I was cold and I needed a coat. But here in Vancouver, there's literally one day a year you can use it. And it's like you take it out and you're like, I'm wearing it. <laughs> and I was like, it's not worth the space in the closet for one day. I can just wear, you know, three sweaters and stuff. <laughs> so someone is going to be the lucky recipient of that massive neon monstrosity. But every time that I visit Vancouver, I find that I'm not, I don't have the appropriate clothes yeah, it's either. it's a whole different game. It's a completely different game. It's it's all, you yeah. gotta go, you gotta get the wet clothes, you know? You gotta get the yeah. stuff that won't, that won't just like sop up, you know? Get soaked. Mm -hmm. Our friend and former guest, Andrew Neville from Halifax just visited Vancouver for the first time. And I asked him if he brought any waterproof shoes or a coat and he was like no I brought one pair of shoes and it's not waterproof and one jacket and I was like you might want to go get like a cheap poncho or something because yeah. like you're gonna be miserable yeah uh, I'm gonna do a quick retail ex retail it's more of a customer just a customer experience on transit um, it's more of a just a nightmare that happened to everyone on the 99 uh -oh. uh, last Friday I was coming back from the office and uh, it was my last day before two week mental break. And I heard it was pouring rain. Like it was this torrential rainstorm and the 99 was packed. The 99 is our express bus. Dana it goes from one tip of the city to the other, like east to west. Uh, very important. And I hate taking it. <laughs> it's, it's great in the morning and I hate taking it in the afternoon because it's so crowded. And, you know, it's typical on the bus, like when it's raining and it's packed that you take off your knapsack and you hold it or you put it on the floor and you make, you know, to make room for as many people. And I guess somebody didn't take off their knapsack. And I heard this woman get quite confrontational with her. And she's like, do you mind taking off your knapsack? It's in my face. And I couldn't hear what the other passenger said. Uh, and I'm assuming that this, this passenger uh, pronouns were bitch um, <laughs> because that's what... <laughs> All I could hear was like, you're like this woman just started calling this woman who wouldn't take off her bag a bitch, but it just kept going on and on and on. And she's like, it sounded like she was on the phone with somebody. She's pretending. She's like, you would never believe the bitch that's on this bus right now. She's such oh a God. fucking bitch. Oh. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I would want to take off my knapsack when the floors are just like muddy and gross too. Like and there's nowhere to go and it's COVID. And, but this woman kept harassing her and then, the bus, there's like so much traffic and construction and uh, there was a big accident. There was a three car accident in the other lane. And this woman who was harassing the other woman was like, oh, wow. Wow. How could an accident like this happen? Huh. <laughs> She's like, I bet a bitch made it happen. 
fuck. And then uh, as I got off the bus, I like I I looked at her t- to see like you know when you're like I just want to size this person up, and she was like just glaring at another passenger, and I was like oh, I, and like I was like this person obviously is struggling with something, but. It made me laugh when she's like, I bet a bitch did this. <laughs> it's a fucking accident. I was like, what's wrong with you? All you accidents stop. are caused by bitches. It's yeah. true. <laughs> I bet a bitch. Like, yeah, first she was like, head. oh, that's so terrible. Oh, wow. I hope everyone's okay. I wonder how something like this could have happened. <laughs> what a like little play, like a yeah. little monologue, like a one woman show. One bitch show. Yeah. Oh. How about you, Jess? Um... I had a retail dream. Oh, nice. And that is I went and I mailed like a bunch of orders uh, for tote bags, like podcast tote bags that people pre-ordered. And then as soon as I got them, I packed them all up and uh, I went to mail them at the post office that's a block away from me. And there was a big long lineup and there was only one person working and it was the mean employee. No, no. There's three people who work there. Two of them are lovely, like delightful. And then there's this one woman who like hates everyone. And just like, even if you do everything right, she still finds something to complain about. Um, So I was like, it's a nice day out today. I'm going to walk to a further post office. (laughs) And I did. And I'm so happy that I did. There was three people working there. There was absolutely no one in there. So much room, so much space, which it was like a standalone post office as opposed to just like a little kiosk at a shopper's drug mart. And they were all so lovely. And I was mailing like 20 orders. I think 10 of them were to the States. And I told the person helping me that I was like, I have the app and I've filled out the customs forms for all of them. And she was like, you did for all of them? She was like, you have no idea how much easier that makes my job. And she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, it was like night and day different from what my experience is normally like. And she was just like, she was so lovely. And there's two other employees there who were just like, they just wanted to chat. They were like asking me, they were like, do you have a band? And cause like, I have the like solutions for small businesses. And it says like the band name. And they're like, tell us about your band. And then the other, the other person working there was like, I like your mask. Where did you get it? And I was like, oh, this uh, comics artist mom uh, made it because she had a nail salon that she couldn't work at during the pandemic. And she was like, oh, does she still make them? Can I buy? And I was just like, I love you. I'm going to come here always. I'm going to walk way out of my way. Uh, I love I love these women. And they were all sort of like the same age as the mean woman, too. So I was like, it's not just like. No, mm-hmm. a thing where if you've been at the job for too long and you get bitter because they were they were all like roughly the same age, sort of like early 60s Aww. and they were all delightful. And then when I left, they like we all said bye to each other. And I was just like, I love and we like we did it like we all worked together and we made it like go quickly. And it was great. It was just like a, a mutual respect uh, example, which is rare, I guess. Yeah. So oh, it was a dream. That's so lovely. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. As soon as to you hear. said you're going to the post office, I was like, oh no, what if the mean lady's there? Yeah. I know. It's what I worry about. Uh, and it's, it seems like it's impossible to like learn her schedule. I thought I know, but I think it changes a lot. But it's also just exciting to know that there's like all those little Dracula totes are like out there in the world, slowly making their way to their destinations. And I do say slowly, sorry, America, because there's a lot of delays. So. Maybe, maybe they'll be there by now. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> by the time this comes out, I mean, not yeah. today because I mailed them yesterday. 
That's so nice. I think like the goal is like 10 business days for the U.S. or something, but I don't know. It can be really weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, I tried to mail something uh, to my friend in Australia and they were like, oh, Australia is on the restricted list now. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I can't mail my friend a tote bag and a comic. That sounds funny. What does the restricted list mean? Did, did they just can't get mail? Yeah, there's certain countries that they're like not delivering to like during the pandemic. Man, my cousin, my cousin's Australian, but who lives in Vancouver and he was supposed to get married two years ago. Oh, wow. But they couldn't afford to do it like they, they had pushed it to this October, like the 10th. And but they couldn't afford to fly back because do you know how much it costs to fly to Australia right now? How much? No. $30,000. What? $30,000 for tickets to Australia, which is, it's like, they're obviously just trying to keep people out, but only trying to keep out. I've never wanted to go more. (laughs) (laughs) So exclusive. Um, That's so terrible. I know. Yeah, they said the only way that things are entering the country is by boat right now. So I was like. By (laughs) butts. Yeah. That's wild. But like, are Australians allowed to leave? Like, is our flights out just as expensive? I don't know. But I feel That's, like they don't like to take the risk in case they can't come back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're stranded. That's yeah. New terrifying. Zealand and Australia have had some really intense lockdowns that I don't fully understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ireland as well. Seems like if they, when they shut down, they really shut it down. That's oh right. $30,000. Well, I guess I'm not going to Australia anytime soon. <laughs> mm. uh, just a friendly reminder, uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, uh, <laughs> you can do our first live from Australia episode. Oh, yeah. Your, your, your post story um, reminded me of a, of a lovely story that I had at, uh, at my doctor recently, actually. Um, oh. Yeah, and I don't normally have like wonderful stories from my doctor's place, who but does? I was sitting in the waiting room and there was this guy who was um, huffing and puffing around, just really, really <laughs> angrily waiting um, like very impatient he was like I, I got uh, hey I need to talk to someone and then the woman I got two who, holes in my dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like an aardvark um, but, <laughs> but he was like the, the woman behind the counter seemed to know and she's like Greg could you just wait a second please and he's like fucking Greg and then just like stomping around and getting getting very impatient and then finally when it, it was his term and I was watching him the whole time because I was like in these times in these times when i need to be a witness you know what i mean yes. <laughs> like where i was worried and eventually when he finally made his way up there he was like i have a thanksgiving card for you for you guys oh. <laughs> it was so sweet greg. lovely greg lovely greg <laughs> I'm just imagining uh, it's like a hand turkey. Like, yeah. The best. I imagine I imagined it was like a pop out card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little like you pull it and there's like a little dancing turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, oh, that's really cute. Oh, Greg. Speaking of uh crafting. Oh Ooh, boy. Yeah. Should nice we do segue, Jess? Crafting? Crafting, uh, I think it's just called crafting. <laughs> crafting corner. <laughs> Let's do crafting. Crafting. Yeah. Crafting. Crafting. 
Um, okay, have you guys? There's this new TV show uh, on Netflix called. I'm sorry that I keep bringing up TV, but it's clearly That's all, all that I, I care do. about. It's truly I think all I, I do. Brought it up. Sorry, first. sorry. So don't, <laughs> don't worry. But there's a Human new show on Netflix called the. I think it's like something around the lines of Curious Creations of. Anyways, the, Christine McConnell is the is the person button. <laughs> um, and I won't say that the show was great, but it's, okay. it's interesting. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I did it while I was like making pasta dough. And so it was like, it's a nice thing to, to mm. have on in the background because she's making these ridiculous over the top baked creations um, oh. where she made like a probably three foot tall cake that was in the shape of her house and she's airbrushing and it's wow. and she's and I bought these okay I bought these Werther's originals because she showed you how to make little realistic spiders out of like a macadamia nut or I'm gonna use Brazil nut because I'm not I'm not fancy but um a macadamia <laughs> nut peanut and then Werther's originals you basically you bake the Werther's and originals right till they get pliable you turn those into spider legs you melt the little tip of the spider leg onto the nut onto the back nut and then you (laughs) melt the peanut onto the other nut using also a little dot of the word where there's original and then she she paints it with like a airbrush or whatever but i'm like i'm not that fancy i could just have it be the the two like obviously two nuts and and some legs yeah it's a caramel spider but they're gorgeous and like not tasty which is fine but like super (laughs) cute super cute to put on top of like a cake or some something spider pie spider pie and it's also like it's like the caramel and the nuts like if you eat that that's like a whole activity for you to pick out of your teeth for like a movie oh (laughs) yeah at least a tv show episode yeah oh yeah that's so cool so cute yeah so cute i'm so pumped to do it i'm really excited because i i have a five-year-old and a three-year-old nephew so like they Mm. eat this shit up we were at yeah we were at the at a corn maze this past weekend yeah exhausting i could never have kids um exhausting (laughs) Uh, to know that but adorable um we introduced them to our friends other kids and they were around the same age and it was so cute because my (laughs) my nephew alex um I'm sorry. I just keep talking, but I have so many. Like I just. Oh no, we need stream you to keep con- talking. Stream of consciousness. That, yeah, the we love it. Of a podcast. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Um, my friend, my my friend's little boy Moses. He was saying, who's around the same age as my my nephew Alex. Um, he would he went up to his mom, and he doesn't make many friends apparently. Um, oh Moses. <sighs> And his mom was like, "You seem to be really getting along well with Alex." And he's like, "Yeah, you know what, mom." I think we're really connecting. <laughs> and he's five. He's five years Adorable. old. It was so cute. And then I overheard a conversation between him and Alex, my my nephew, and and Moses, just the most gentle, beautiful soul. Like just honestly, a dream. I'm so happy that the world has him now. Um, and he was like. You know, I'm really, it's really too bad that we didn't meet until now because 
you know what? I think that we get along really well. And I like you as a friend. <laughs> and then Alex, Aww. and I was curious as to how like my nephew, who is not nearly as, he's wonderful. He's a wonderful boy, but he's not nearly as soft and emotional and sensitive and beautifully yeah. eloquent, eloquent mm-hmm. as, as Moses. <laughs> um, but Alex just took a beat and he's like, well, maybe we could hang out again another time. Oh, it was oh, so, so sweet. That's adorable. Bringing amazing. That's magical. It like really watching is. a friendship happen in real time. Yeah. Well, and especially in the time of COVID where kids haven't been able to hang out that much. And so yeah. it's like understand they were both very shy in the beginning. And uh it took a lot for them, like like we had to like not let them hang out with us a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they'll just like oh. cling to what they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cute. So cute. I love Moses and I love Alex. Crafting a friendship. Crafting a friendship. Um, speaking of like little kids, uh, when you said you wanted to do crafting, I was reminded that I discovered something in storage recently. I wish I would have brought the whole thing, but it was a, a little tin, like a tin pencil case box thing. It was from the body shop and it had like animal, like, you know, jungle animals on it. Cause it was all like, stop, stop the killing of jungle animals. Yeah. Stop yeah. poaching animals, right. children. Like here's a thing <laughs> yeah. to remind you. Um, but when I opened it up, all that was in it was a picture of Christopher Walken. I had cut <laughs> out of the newspaper and just a big collection of little origami bats that oh, I made. So made? sweet. I made these when I was a child uh, and they have little smiley faces on them. There's a ton of them. There's oh, so many of them. Oh, they're so cute. But I, I must have made these. I think I probably learned how to make origami when I was in uh, Japanese class. When, so that I would have been in like grade seven. <laughs> so like 12, 12 years old. Uh, and I just have, yeah, there's probably like 15 of these bats, which like, it's not a difficult thing to make in origami. It's like a, a very few folds. I mean, it doesn't look easy. Very nice. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's not. I, like, I don't get it. <laughs> a pumpkin is much harder or like the balloon or whatever. Those are the two things I know how to make. Obviously, we had like a Halloween based origami lesson, but they all have little, little, uh, bits of embroidery thread on them because so they can dangle and part of me was like oh i should like decorate my mic stand with all these little oh yeah uh, and they're great because they just like they're so light so they like turn around and uh look kind of spooky so nice i'm very impressed that they actually look like bats and you made them when you're in grade seven they like well i should have used black paper i well. used white paper because <laughs> that's all we had but yeah they're albino bats <laughs> that's got to be a thing i'm sure yeah that's a thing. I think in Ace Ventura 2 it was, wasn't it? Great. Oh, the Great, great White Bat. Film. I think so. <laughs> and then I have this uh, <gasps> uh, ghost candle that I made. It's kind of like the color of puke. Where did That's you crafting. Did you make the pottery part? I did not. I got uh, this with Alicia when we were in Squamish. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. Which is like a small mountain town full of husky dogs, actually. You'd love it. Yeah. It's obviously. Just like a little decorative dish I got at a thrift store for like super cheap. But then I made a candle with all the little extra leftover bits of wax from other candles. I make candles. Here, I'll show you. I make, I, I, last weekend, my friends and I just got together. We were like, okay, so two Sundays ago, we were like, listen, 
do you guys just want to like hold a craft sale? I'll sell yeah. candles. You sell whatever. You sell your earrings. You you bring cupcakes, whatever. So we just did it in my friend's backyard, and um, Amazing. and I sold a That's bunch so of my great. yeah, I sold a bunch of my candles. I have cool. my favorite scent is I have um Fruit Loops and cool. and orange creamsicle. They're great. Here, I'll yeah. show you one. Let me see. I, I sold feel like I can them. smell it. Just you just mentioning it. That's. It made me so badly want a bowl of Fruit Loops, something, you know, that I've had, like I would have maybe once every 10 years. This Okay, oh, the only ones that are, the only ones that are left are the ones that aren't like as cute in my opinion, or like as unique in my opinion, because okay. I always get them from, I get like the little things from thrift stores. And so, and so like That's some so of them smart. are like really cool stuff. And yeah. um this one smells really good. I wish you guys could smell it. This one's just like a pretty regular, you know, little David's tea cup. Um, but what's nice is that you can then like have a cup, have a cup. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great. And you're not creating more consumer goods, right? Yeah. Like you're using stuff that already exists and recycling. I would probably buy the plain white cup. So <laughs> me too, though, because like you have all these other things and this is just like you just want it to emit light and maybe a smell. You know, yeah. maybe a good stink. And it'll glow nicely. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Dana, you're so cool. Oh, I don't so have crafty. Any, I don't do crafts. I just doodle and I just like draw pictures of Hank. That's creative. <laughs> yeah, that's creative. When you first said crafting, I was reminded of the fact that uh, my friend Barb, who's 73 years old, wants to teach me felting. <gasps> oh, and wow. Oh. So I, I mentioned it to her. Cause she had said it in the past and I was like, you know, we go for walks and parks and stuff. And because it's super rainy lately, whenever we make a plan, like if it's going to be miserable out, the backup plan is always, or we could do felting. And so she's like, well, I'll give you this book. So she's given me this, this, (laughs) this puppies, this book. That's like a introduction guide to felting. And it's just sweet and simple needle felted animals. And each page is just cuter than the last. Like all these puppies are just too much. And there's little love birds and frogs, little baby pigs, little beautiful kittens. And it's just the sort of thing where it's like, I absolutely do not need any of these in my home. Uh, but I love that she like got me a book. That's she was so like, well, sweet. She's like, just take a look at this book. And then when we do it, you'll sort of know like the techniques and stuff. Yeah. You'll know what I'm talking about. Those look like very fancy felted animals. I, I love know. felted animal Christmas ornaments. Oh, they're that's my they're favorite, for. favorite ornaments for the for the tree. OK, that's it. I'm getting into felting. Well, <laughs> you've done it. If you want a book, <laughs> this one looks pretty good. Do you want to do food in space? Sure. All right. But really quickly, my friend took up felting. Sorry, I'm so uh-huh. into this. My friend took up felting great. and she made little narwhals and she put it on a baby on a baby mobile. So if you have Stop. any friends with like kids, you could put it on like a little mobile and it's it's so fucking cute because all all, like you just need like one or two little or like maybe two to three little standout pieces and then balls and then you and then you just and then just like on on a little hoop and it's so cute slash christmas ornaments i'm super into 
or now Halloween ornaments. I was really into mobiles as a kid. I had one that was like, um, it was ceramic, but it was little uh, unicorn heads. And it was something that was like not for children. It was just something that my mom owned because Uh like the 70s and like being into like fantasy and you know i hear you but i just remember like staring at it. i had it over my bed as a child and just being like it's the most beautiful thing in the world <laughs> yeah i had my mom she had a seashell mobile just in oh, our nice. bathroom and i was like how does she do it <laughs> I, have, <laughs> you know? I have so many seashells and that's something that i mean i can save it for a future crafting segment <laughs> but i'm like i gotta do something with these i gotta make candles like huge big like scallop shells Oh, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Shall we do food in space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Space food. Space food. So, Dana, let's say you are selected as a comedian (laughs) to chronicle space. Find out what's funny about space. Who knows? For some reason, you're going to space. Right. Mm I don't know why I always try and give a context, but you got to go to space. You've got all the normal astronaut food that they have, you know, astronaut ice cream and all that stuff, stuff in tubes. Exactly. But you're allowed to bring (laughs) one special treat from home. This is like... Basically, what's your desert island food? So what's your space food? I think that if I could only like, I think that it would be dips. I wish that I could bring. I wish I could bring a variety. But if I had to choose, I would choose. It's either between artichoke and Asiago with where I add extra artichoke and and with like some like pretzel crackers. Um, Yeah. Or a baba ganoush. Oh, dip. baba ganoush. You could yeah. take both. Yeah, okay. yeah. Both. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping I could do like a layer dip type thing yeah. where I could bring as many. Because the thing is with dips, they could be whatever you want. I could probably just live off dips for the rest of my life um, and be so yeah. happy. And like anything can be dipped, you know? I refuse yeah. to eat pizza that doesn't, that I don't have a dip for now, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. spoiled. Yeah, very spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> because I love that. Artichoke and Asiago grows great with on a pe- with a pizza or like Everything. a crust. Of course. Everything. Yeah. Baba ganoush is I amazing. made a bruschetta. That's kind of a dip, you know? That's kind mm-hmm. of a dip. And I it's made so that. healthy. Yeah, exactly. Actually, we just had that for dinner. Just like our full dinner was just bruschetta because we were I like, whatever, it. it's veggies and some bread. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it is kind of like a deconstructed pizza. Yeah. Totally. You had some ricotta, we, which we did Ooh, add some ricotta. Nice. Then Ricotta's it's like so delicious. Oh, so delicious. I had, I had a dinner this week that was just uh, like fancy crackers with ricotta on it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Because I just didn't have any other sort of dip. And I was like, this is like a creamy dip. It's like, it is, you know, 
it's like a cream cheese or sour cream or something, but it's just like more subtle. And Jay was like, I think it's too subtle. <laughs> I really like Fair toast enough. with ricotta and like a drizzle of honey and fresh ground pepper. Oh, Ooh, wow. I'm going to do that. I'm really missing cheese these days. It's like so delicious. Um, yeah. When I was at Costco last night, my best friend's coming into town this weekend from Nelson. If her flight can get out because that's where we live. But I was like, well, maybe I can have goat's cheese and sheep's milk cheese. <laughs> I, was there, so I, I was like, I, I don't have a lot of, I'm not sure. It's not like the word I'm looking for is like, I don't really give like care if it's going to make me feel a little bit shitty. <laughs> and I used to care so much. Um, and today I was like, don't open it until your friend gets here. And I also bought the giant package of smoked salmon. Cause I was like, Ooh. I just put smoked salmon and everything. Cause there's, I, we could get through this package this weekend if we really focus. Yeah. It's so um, thin. Yeah, and it freezes really well, too. But I make this really nice omelet with goat's cheese and dill and smoked salmon. I feel like you've made that for me before, yeah. Yeah, I may have. Or I've done it, like, scrambled egg style. Yeah. I saw advertised on, like, the Spud grocery delivery service online last night, water buffalo cheese. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if Felicia could have that. But it was like water buffalo. I forget. Is it like fresh mozzarella? Maybe. I don't know. I was so curious. I'd never yeah. seen it. And like the container had just like a bunch of water buffalo yeah. on it. And I'm like, whoa. I wonder if that's it. That lovely cheese shop that used to be on Camby Street had that. And it is so good on pizza. Mm. I'm looking it up. Interesting. I want to know. Water buffalo cheese. Yeah. Ooh, it's nutritionally superior to cow's milk. Ooh la la. And it's pure I think I'm, white. I'm gonna have to buy it eventually because like curiosity nice is yeah. gonna overcome me. I'm gonna wait till it's on sale until everyone's like, that's too weird and it's about to expire. And I'm like, hello, <laughs> I'm here for my uh, uh, water buffalo cheese. It's apparently graceful and porcelain white freshness. Wow. wow that's <laughs> weird branding. That's weird. That's weird. Copy. Yeah, very graceful. Graceful cheese. <laughs> I only like graceful cheese. <laughs> Let me tell you, what it does to me is not graceful. Um, I have a space food, a new space food. Ooh, yeah, go for it. And it is a gift from our friend and designer of our tote bags, past and present, Chris Von Sambathy. He and I both really share a love of like fake banana flavoring. Oh. Um, and candy. And so whenever I see anything that's banana flavored, I'll buy, you know, one for me, one for him. Like those little marshmallows, those little banana marshmallows. Banana marshmallows are great. I love the like sugary gummy ones. There's banana chocolate flavored Pocky, which is really good. Oh. Mm. Um, last night I had a banana flavored high chew. Oh, delicious. Delish. Oh, yeah. But Chris found this thing that was new to both of us and they're gummies that are shaped like um, monkey heads and the bottom of the head is yellow and the top of it is like black or brown. And so it's half banana flavored, half licorice flavored. Black oh. licorice? Yeah. Oh no. And so I wasn't, I'm not like a huge licorice fan. Like I'll eat it, but it's not my first choice. And so I wasn't sure what to think, but he bought me a whole bag and it's delicious. It's like the banana flavor really pairs so well with it. Interesting. Like it's sort of like it starts with banana and then it's like finishes with like a subtle licorice sort of like anise mm. flavor. And I love it. And they're so good. And I'm trying to like limit myself to not have it all for dinner. <laughs> like just have a few a day. I just can't imagine black licorice being subtle ever though. 
You know, this is what I thought too. And like, it's usually the sort of thing where you have one and then that flavor is just there forever yeah. like until you brush your teeth. But this is like, you go back and you want like six of them and they're big. They're like, I don't know, bigger than. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're flat, but they're big. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's, I think it's maybe like Dutch or something. So it's I love not, licorice. Yeah, there's not really like English on the packaging. He found it at Snackland and then he tried it and liked it so much he went back and bought all of the bags. So <laughs> I think he's now the sole distributor in Vancouver for these banana licorice monkey heads. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my space food. What about you, Alicia? 100% almond croissants. Oh, yeah. I think that they are the perfect pastry. Pretty great. You know, they're crunchy and and light and flaky and sweet and... and they just get all over you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. An almond croissant, I think that's just some of the, some of the best of uh, human creativity. Yeah. Wow. Now I want to change my answer. But you can like dip some of Alicia's almond croissant into like your Bob Ganoush. Or <laughs> I actually Bob think Ganoush. it'd be pretty good in the Asiago one. Yeah. It might actually work. Yeah. Maybe. It's savory bit sweet. It yeah. might work. It we're might getting work. like fucking wild in space here. I've got <laughs> for our listener. I have the little origami bats now dangling on my mic stand uh, precariously. I hope they're not making noise. But speaking of cute things, is it time for Puppo of the Week? It is. So Dana, I mean, we've talked about Aunt Peggy mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So like. Feel free to choose her or choose anyone to be your Papa of the Week. It can be anything, really. I still think it's going to be Peggy. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Peggy. She's the cutest. I don't know if we were already recording, but I was telling you about how she has a tendency to... She doesn't make a sound. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, she won't outright bark but she'll she'll just make all the movements as if as if she's barking when she gets frustrated and wants me to take her for a walk or give her food or give her attention or whatever and she's just so over the top with it but what's what's funny is that when she's dreaming when she's asleep and dreaming that's the only time that she'll bark and it's so sweet to hear because it's like she's all she dreams about is ripping hot wet barks it's so (laughs) cute (laughs) because they're not even quiet they're like it's so it's so sweet I love that. Yeah. I love dream barking. Dream barking. Like, you just feel so passionately about whatever's happening <laughs> in your dog dream. I love it. I love the dog's I know. dream. And she doesn't do it in real life, so it's really her wildest dreams. <laughs> I'm assuming you've tried to get her to bark, right? I mean, yes, she has like a wooed a couple times at some and she at like some dogs if they get if they get her riled up or if she's if she's feeling frisky out on a walk and she sees a dog that she really likes, she'll sometimes like make a make a couple noises at it. But she won't ever certainly not indoors. She's very polite indoors. She's just sounds so special. Yeah, I mean, she's a dream. Yeah, yeah. it's just really fascinating too. like I we both love an interesting dog cat like the quirkier the better yeah when we first got her though she had a broken leg and um 
Right. And so she like anyway, she had just had surgery. And so every like we never heard her make a noise except at like five in the morning when she would wake up and she would wake up and try to like move like like readjust or like get up and then she would just let out this screech this horrifying this horrifying Mm. screechy yell um and so we were like i guess this is just what we're in for like this dog is just no we knew that it was because she was in pain but like Mm -hmm. she just seemed like a more vocal dog um yeah but she was just stiff but she was just like oh this sucks (laughs) i'm so glad that you found each other it seems like your family is complete with this addition. Yeah. So lovely. Yeah, I mean, I think that she would fit in with most families, but like she's, we got her first, so suckers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go fuck yourself, mm-hmm. everyone else. Get fucked. That's the rescue game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You won. <laughs> yeah. Who, who is your papa, Alicia? I have two papas. One of my papas is Hank. Um, He's so sweet and it's so great to not be rushing around and having to go to work, even though I work at home now. And uh, we went on really big walks on Monday and Tuesday. And today was kind of a slower day. And my second puppa was Monster, um, the Shumka's new dog. I uh, stopped by there on a walk with Graham to pick up something. I think Margo's, Margo's a brownie now. And so Graham was picking up several boxes of Girl Guy cookies. <laughs> and uh, Monster had just been neutered. And oh. he showed up at the door after Dave had like not returned back into the house for some time to check on Dave, I think. Oh. And he had, like, he had his little cone. Oh. Oh. And he, he's just such a uh, sweet dog. Uh, and like I can't get over how cute he is he's just got the cutest underbite yeah it's just too much for my brain and it makes me so happy that they have this dog and but he saw us and he's not a super social dog with people he doesn't know and so he's high on drugs (laughs) he's you know about to be in some discomfort but he's checking to see where his family is and then he sees us and he's like mm-mm <laughs> and turns around but immediately came back looked at Dave like excited and then looked at us he's like mm-mm and did it like three more times it was so funny and he would not come out to see us I love it he's such a funny dog and I sometimes see that Dave and Monster on walks in the morning and Monster um, is afraid of Hank so they just walk side by side but every once in a while Hank's like I want to meet this dog and scares Monster <laughs> The monster does not want to meet other dogs, <laughs> which works out great. Um, How old is he now? How, like, what age do dogs get neutered? I don't know. I think it's different. Like, um, I think he's six months old. Okay, but he might be older. I know that. I know that I've had that question answered for me recently, and I apologize for not knowing the correct answer. But it can happen, I sh- like I before they're know. adopted, when yeah. they're puppies, or. There's like some people think it should happen like after a year, but I don't know that it's really backed by anything. Right. And then yeah, for yeah, rescue dogs, opinions. they try to do it right away. Peggy, they told yeah. us she was neutered or spayed when she when we got her and then she had her period and we oh, were no. like, I think that she's not spayed. And they're like, no, take her. She has been. Take her back. She's or she's something's very wrong if she's bleeding. And I'm like, no, this is definitely just like droplets coming from her from her puss and then um and then turns out that they were mistaken that she hadn't been but it's okay so, I put little, you're so lucky she didn't have puppies yeah like oh she did have puppies but oh. just before before before, you. We, before us yeah yeah but the puppies we saw pictures real cute oh. 
Of course. Yeah. So your grandparents. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never Aww. thought of it that way. I love that. <laughs> Granny Dana. <laughs> I love that. That's um, real cute. When she was on her period, though, um, we just put her in a pair of Tim's old tight, tidy whiteies, although they weren't, weren't white. We made them the, the blue ones and just cut a hole for her tail and closed them up with a chip clip. <laughs> oh, wow. Crafty. I love it. Very crafty. Yeah, you guys are so crafty. Very crafty. <laughs> Crafting. Jessica, who's um, your puppo or puppos? Mine is, well, it's many, many, many puppos. My puppos are all the beautiful leaves <laughs> that are changing colors. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I've been indoors so much this year or what, but I feel like it's more vibrant this year. I agree. I agree. It's spectacular. It's It's definitely more vibrant. I wonder if it was the hot summer. Maybe it's climate change. Who knows? Mm, Maybe there's like different chemicals. (laughs) Maybe it's all the pollution. Who knows? But it's like, I feel like I'm on drugs. I'm like my eyes. Like, it's like, I can't even process the color it's like so vibrant and the gradients are just like i'm probably annoying jay so much for every time we're on a walk and i'm like i gotta take a picture of this tree (laughs) like it's amazing yeah even at night and i have this new phone that finally i feel like the camera finally sort of captures the beauty of the 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 colors and so even at night, I'm now able to like take pretty cool tree pics. I've been posting those a lot on Instagram. So uh, thank you everyone for bearing with me. Former guest Fiona Hernandez referred to my post as a leaf brief, uh, <laughs> which I was like, yeah, that's good. That's very good. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, it's just like, it really is making me feel like I'm on drugs when I when I, I feel like I'm on mushrooms or something. I'm just like the colors like <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing my sunglasses, but I'm not because, you know, right. how everything uh-huh. the sunglasses filter things and make them look even more beautiful. But I'm like, this is just my eyes without even my glasses. Just see it's just yeah, it's magical. So going on that walk to the further post office no complaints because I was really got to see a show of all these beautiful leaves all over the place. It's my favorite time of year. I just love it. Of course. Yeah. Oh. So beautiful. It makes me so happy. Not a lot of cats out. So kind of rainy. Yeah. Although yesterday was like the nicest day of the year. Yeah. That's what I, I was thinking. I would go on this long walk to see some of my cat friends, but none of them were out. But hmm. the trees did not disappoint. So... <laughs> That's got your puppos. That's, That's amazing. Yeah. Well, this is the end of the podcast. This we is where we, we jump ship. Um, but before <laughs> we do, me. Dana, tell us about your album that's coming out and how people can see you live or watch you on the internet. Tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, well, my album is called I'll Smile at Your Funeral. And <laughs> it's uh, it's available on iTunes or basically just watch it on. Just buy it on iTunes, please. That's um, the best place. Okay, yeah, that's the best one. Oh, online. I'm uh, at Daner Smith on Instagram. Um, I'm doing a live show, but that doesn't matter. That's in Manitoba. Um, that's, we have listeners there. Oh, great, great. Yeah, okay, yeah, so then first weekend, I have a show on the 20th. Uh, that's a Saturday, and that's at the Chuckles Comedy. It's like like a bowling place. Uh, you'll have to just look up 
chuckles comedy Winnipeg, I guess. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I think it's a St. James bowling lanes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's like for live shows. And then check out my, uh, I'm on a podcast with Hunks Comedy. And we also have an album out called Mouth Beef. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite kind of beef. You can find that on Bandcamp. Bandcamp and iTunes. Yeah. Check Very those cool. Out. I'm happy that things are happening in Winnipeg. Yeah, mm. me too. What about you, Alicia? You got a show coming up? Yeah, I have a show on November 6th at Little Mountain Gallery um, and another one on December 4th. It's Come Draw With Me. The last two shows at Little Mountain Gallery for this show. Um, But if you are living in Vancouver or planning to travel, there are going to be just amazing shows through the next two months at Little Mountain Gallery right up to the very end. Um, You can buy my book uh, anywhere online that they sell books. And yeah. That's all I've got. Nice. Sweet. I went to Little Mountain last night for a show and it was so great. Yeah. Nice. It had been so long. And I was like, you know, like when it's cold out and you're just like, oh, it's so cozy inside. I'll just like wear my nice cozy flannel and just like stay under a blanket. Mm-hmm. But then when there's a deadline where it's like there's only this many shows left, I'm like, OK, I'm going to get my lazy butt off the couch and go to a show and I was so happy I did it was so funny Little Mountain Improv I had a blast oh, great nice. yeah and I oh my gosh I got to see a new improv group's first show ever they did like a guest spot in the middle of the show which you know could inspire uh terror in some people but it was amazing it was so funny oh. they're called Hot Snack and it was like i Described it as being like, it's like I got to see a unicorn being born. It's like oh. rare and magical. And yeah, it was great. Uh, I guess that's a free plug for them. <laughs> Check them out. We can I send don't, them a bill. I don't know any of the people in that group, but they were all very funny. And I'm going to start following them all online. Um, November. Uh, if there are still tote bags left, you can order them at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. I'm so surprised. Like we've sold almost all of them that I got printed. Um, but this is this is how it goes when you come out with a new thing. I always have to remember people are excited and then they buy it. And I'm like, whoa, what? You like it? Cool. Um, but yeah, that's exciting. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that. There's a lot of cool free stuff on there. I'd put up some visual things. If we mention visual things that you can't see on the podcast, I'll put those up. Maybe I'll put a picture of my little origami bats that I now have dangling on the mic stand. Uh, And you can get like free live episodes and soundtracks and everything on there. It's really cool. Um, Thank you, Dana, for being our guest. Thank you so much. It was so lovely. This was so fun. Um, can I? Yeah, I you for, don't need an album to come back, by the way. Yeah, please. Can, can I come? just come back tomorrow? Um, yeah. Let's yeah. do this every day. Um, Live stream. <laughs> I actually forgot to plug my own show. I, like, sorry, oh, I, yeah. I also host. I always forget it because it's a monthly. So I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, it's. And so I don't have it in my calendar even. It's the first Friday of every <laughs> month at We Johnny's. It's the women's and non-binary um, open mic at We Johnny's. Nice. And it's hosted by me and it's a wonderful show and it's free. So come and check it out at We Johnny's on every first Friday. Thank you. Sorry. Very, very good plug. No need to apologize. Yeah, it doesn't have to happen like 
in a particular order. Cool. No, this is like word jazz, baby. Yeah, yeah. it's a real jazz centric <laughs> podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you for staying up late. Uh, your yes. time. Yes. And Alicia, thank you for staying up late. Your time. Yes. It's almost time for my weed gummy. Oh, <laughs> my part of my vacation exciting. is taking a third of a weed gummy every night. So I sleep properly. Oh, how's it going so far? Really good. Yeah. Like last yeah. night I slept through the entire night. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So I'm trying to get like concentrated amounts of sleep during this time because I don't do that. I also found an alarm clock that I'm going to order that's shaped like a birdhouse. And Cute. the alarm is a bird. Oh, so my nice. God. Yeah. So I'm not always looking at my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have a setting on the lamp, like wake up light thing. There's one of the alarm settings is bird song. And nice. it can do the thing where it like ramps up in volume over like a set amount of time. But uh, Jay and I have not used an alarm for like a year. So, oh, wow. right. Like I don't use one usually, but I um, I just don't want my phone in my bedroom at night. That's smart. That's yeah, smart. yeah. That's like that's too much really of an Instagram idea. addict. Also, I'm not bragging to say that we haven't used an alarm in a year and like it's going well. Like we wake up at noon regularly because <laughs> our apartment is really dark. So I'm not like we have figured it out. Like we clearly haven't at all. I have uh, an alarm and his name is Hank. That really helps yeah. too. Like yeah. he hops off the bed and he's like, I have to go outside now. It's been <laughs> nine yeah. hours. The alarm is uh, generally like the next door neighbor's leaf blowers that go off. Jeez Louise, right? Come on, get a rake already. (laughs) I saw someone raking leaves the other day and I was just immediately like, you are so attractive to me. (laughs) Just like an old man raking leaves. And was like, the fact that that's not a leaf blower just means like, I think you're smart. I think you're capable. Like you, you care about others. You're centered. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get it. You get it. You're not, you're not looking for like the fastest solution. Mm -hmm. That's, I like that. Yeah. It's Take note. Uh, Old gardeners. Yeah, if any of our <laughs> listeners want more more opinions on leaf blowers, they know where to reach us. Yeah, um, every past episode, totally. <laughs> three hundred and something of these where we, we mentioned them every episode. Every episode, how much we hate leaf blowers. Sorry, sorry, leaf blower uh, fans. Um, goodbye. 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 We love you. Bye bye. Totally. Wow. <laughs> Got one in there. One final burp. <laughs>